to all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. All are welcome here, K-Drama lovers, K-pop lovers, anime lovers, fanboys, fangirls. You guys are all welcome here. And if this is not your first time here, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again to hear my thoughts and takes on all things Korean dramas and sometimes in the rare occasion anime. But I just want to say thank you so much if you guys have listened to my previous episodes and you guys are back. Um, Thank you for your patience. Thank you for bearing with me. If you guys follow me on my social media account, um, specifically Instagram, Kdrama Cafe underscore podcast. I just want to say thank you again for interacting me, interacting with me there. Um, and again, I just want to say thank you guys for your patience. If there's anyone out there, this is a completely different audience, and people have left <laughs> the chat. That's totally understandable. It's been a good minute. The last time I posted was in May. Um, unfortunately, a couple of uh events happened in my life where i had to take a pause and it was one of those type of situations or pauses where it's like it was just too late to really like announce it or say anything about it on social media so i just yeah but you know we're still we're still (laughs) we're still we're still trying i still want to continue i'm back so hopefully if you guys have been waiting I really, really, really appreciate it. If you guys have been waiting um, from to hear an episode, please direct message me and let me know. Uh, and let me know what your thoughts on on today's episode. Uh, share with me. Reach out. I almost always respond uh, through direct messages or, um, you know, if you respond or react to my stories or if you comment on my post i almost always respond but yeah have you guys been waiting if there's anyone out there who has been who has heard the last episode and it's back or has heard any of my previous even just one let me know and let me know which one and uh yeah let's chit chat on that if you guys have any recommendations um anything that i didn't touch on on my previous episodes or this episode let me know any suggestions um yeah i'm all ears i would love to or if you just want to fangirl with me i'm so 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 down for that as well um yeah so i'm excited guys i'm back officially uh it's been a good minute (laughs) it's been a good minute and i'm really excited for what's to come but first i have to ask you guys okay (laughs) have you guys been caffeinated today okay so um let me tell you something it's not it's not early in the morning okay i can't even tell you what time it is and the fact that i'm drinking coffee right now it's embarrassing but anyways yeah let's just say it's after work hours <laughs> and i was like this today was just it was one of those days okay where um yeah i was falling asleep all day and uh anyways long story short i ended up passing by a coffee bean and here i am with my coffee bean and if you guys are interested i have an ice coffee cookie butter 
ice cookie butter coffee. It's really good. I like most of the time I um, add an add shot to it. Today I didn't actually came out really good because I don't really like sweet sweet coffee. I just like a little bit of sweetness. But anyways, that's what I'm having. I needed to pick me up as per usual. I always drink coffee almost every day. Who am I kidding? I drink coffee every day. Let me know what you guys are having. Do you guys like coffee bean? Do you guys have coffee bean around your area? Um, and do you guys drink coffee during the summer? Or is it just me? I drink coffee all year round. <laughs> but anyways, let me know what you guys are having as you're listening to this episode. Okay, enough coffee talk. Let's get in for all this time. <laughs> Let's get into today's episode. I'm kicking this off again. Coming back. I'm kicking it off with one of my favorite, 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 favorite dramas um i feel like as the years go by this is everyone like if our our favorites like always change through life and i think it's either because maybe our preferences change but also (laughs) new dramas come out that are bomb (laughs) um or you know just life changes you or whatever it is or something happens in your life where you're like (gasps) like oh I don't know your perspective shifts I guess um but yeah if you think for me there's only a few dramas that have remained steadily my favorite um and then everything else just comes and goes or like it yeah but this one Hotel de Luna it's been since it came out in 2019 and I watched it 2020 and honestly it hasn't been that long since I watched it but so far I've watched it three times the first time that I ever watched it, the second time I rewatched it, because every time I watch um, a show that I really like, I rewatch it just to make sure. One, obviously, I rewatch it because I loved it so much, and then also to double check, like, did did I really really like it? So I'll rewatch it, and then like, yeah, sure enough, I freaking still loved it, still felt the same way about it. And then the third time I I rewatched it uh, for this episode, and so far. I gotta say, spoiler alert, still loved that show. The only pickle that I had with this trauma was the ending, and I'll explain that later. And it's not that it's a horrible ending at all. First of all, this is the Hong sisters, okay? They have a they have a track record, okay? I just got I just have to say that they have a track record. But um not that they're bad or anything, like uh, yeah, they came up with really, really good dramas. But <laughs> uh yeah the ending i was very upset um both the first times i watched it the second times i watched it now the third time that i watched it now that i'm a little bit more mature kind of not really um (laughs) i'm like okay fine i get it i'll accept it because i did not want to accept it even though i loved this show i loved it every aspect of it um i just i hated the ending i hated the way it ended and i'll i'll tell you guys in a minute why i hated it um but now watching it for the first time and reading articles on why they chose the ending or what they're um i need some coffee give me give me one second oh yeah i needed that stuff um okay so again i read some articles just because i wanted to see okay what did 
it's their story they wrote it so what 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 was what was going on in their brain when they wrote it and i read some articles on it and i'm like okay fine i i'll accept this ending i guess whatever it makes sense um but yeah guys <laughs> either way let's get into it let's talk about k-drama cafe's favorites starting with hotel Luna. Hotel de Luna came out 2019. And during that time, I wasn't watching K-dramas. Um, I had finished my... I was... Fo- well, I took a break. Because I... Yeah. I had... I was finishing up... I didn't know. I had already finished my degree. And I was, like, transitioning to, like, the work field and all that. All that fun stuff. And uh, I just took a break. Because K-dramas, like, they'll consume my life. I'm not going to lie. Um, and also, like yeah i just wanted to i literally at the time i wasn't watching much of anything i think the only thing that had on repeat was new girl which um i'm not gonna lie probably if i put new girl on today it'll probably be on repeat again it's one of my comfort shows love that show it's an american show yes i highly doubt people haven't heard of it but if you haven't it's such a it's a i love that show i just love it check it out and you'll see why (laughs) Check it out and you'll see why I like that show a lot. But yeah. So 2019, I wasn't watching K-Dramas at the time. Um, I picked it back up 2020 during the um, during the pandemic, of course. And uh, <laughs> I kept seeing previews of this. Like I would watch a YouTube like a youtube video was it youtube video or was it netflix i have no i cannot remember where i kept seeing um i just kept seeing a trailer of hotel de luna and it automatically just caught my attention but i was like oh my gosh if i start a drama right now i'm just gonna binge it i'm gonna waste my time not no it's <laughs> k-dramas are not a waste of time but i will definitely procrastinate with everything else at the time and i couldn't afford it at the time to procrastinate and uh like <laughs> yeah at the time i had started my uh master's program and i was like um i need to like focus and i feel like if i watch keep watching k-dramas i'm gonna um yeah procrastinate but that's honestly my own choice anyways this is the thing. anyways this is the point so 2020 comes around and i'm um uh, I keep I keep seeing the Hotel de Luna ads pop up and first things first okay what caught my attention was like the the fantasy aspect of it it's, a, it's fantasy but it's like ghost it's no Tim Burton wouldn't be the end. it's like very is it gothic-y I don't know but I really like the vibes of it right off the bat I like the fact that it dealt with uh, i just like the concept of it well the first thing that caught my attention was iu if you guys don't know i freaking love iu i loved her since dream high that's the first time i've ever seen her and then i discovered in dream high that she's an actual k-pop artist and yeah i followed her since i love her i love her music i love her singing voice i love her acting there's a couple of <laughs> there's a couple of k-dramas that i haven't watched from her because um not because i don't want to is because they're very very they're known to be very very sad and at the time they came out i didn't want to see anything sad 
but I will watch them. I will watch them. And if you guys have guesses on what those two are, let me know because 100,000%, I'm pretty sure you guys know which ones they are. It's very obvious. Two of them. <laughs> it's two of them, and they're both sad. Okay, so yeah, Ayu's in it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm here for Ayu. I freaking love her. She looks great. And then we, and then Yeojungu. I saw that Yeojungu. <sighs> Yeojungu is such a cutie. Oh my gosh. I think I, um, he's not like my favorite, favorite. He's one of those actors who's like, because you have your bias, right? You have your biases, your favorites, whatever, you know. But then you have those that you recognize as like, that is an actor. That is an, a good actor. That's a good actress. Um, and that's Yeo Goo for me. Like he, ever since he was a little kid, um, he's he's been pretty. He's, I just recognize him as a really really good actor. Um, he does excellent in everything he does, whether it's a good show or a, whatever show. He always does a really really good job. I think he's such a uh, he's just a really good actor. I just recognize him as a a good actor. So whenever he comes up, whenever he pops up and his name pops up. My ear is open, my eye is open, and I'm like, okay, what's he in? So, he and IU are in this. So I was like, okay. And I was like, I kind of finally <laughs> caved in. I said, okay, well, let's do it. <laughs> well, I think I had a break at the time. Of, um, I think either I was sick or had a break. <laughs> One of those two, and I said, okay, I'll finally cave in. And I watched it right off the bat. I was hooked. I was immediately hooked by the first episode immediately hooked but if you guys have not seen hotel de luna i recommend it um some of my favorite shows top favorite shows i probably wouldn't recommend to every i would recommend if you're looking for something not serious <laughs> but uh, anyways that's a whole other story but for this one hotel de luna i highly recommend it i really love it i think it's such a good story it's actually a really interesting concept um it's one of those uh, shows that if they do come over this uh, season two, I actually don't mind because you can actually do it because it's like kind of um, it's like an episodic case by case type of show. And it just it was pretty fun. The concept is pretty fun. But if you guys have never seen it, if you guys have never seen it, let me just read it off read off the synopsis for you guys from asian wiki um what do we have here it says jong man Woo, played by iu is the ceo slash innkeeper of hotel de luna the hotel is situated in downtown in seoul and has a very old appearance she made a big error many years ago and because of this she has been stuck at hotel de luna she is beautiful but she is fickle suspicious and greedy <laughs> Then we have Ko Chansung, played by Yeo Jin Gu. Worked as the youngest assistant manager ever at a uh, worked as the youngest assistant manager ever at a multinational hotel corporation. He is a, he is a sincere perfectionist. He looks level-headed, but he actually has a soft disposition. Due to an, an unexpected case, he begins to work as a manager at Hotel De Luna. The hotel's clientele consists of ghosts. Okay, so. I'm not going to go too much into detail. I won't do too much of a recap because if you guys have not seen this show, I need you guys to go watch this show, okay? I freaking love this show and you guys need to find out for yourself. But I'll let you guys know how I felt about it or yeah, how I felt about it. 
this third time watching it re-watching it and again like the first time i watched it i was mesmerized um probably because i <laughs> I, I took a break from k-dramas before i started re-watch or watching them again and um i just was like very just and correct me if i'm wrong but well i guess like i can only say that about myself but i hadn't seen a drama with that color palette with that type of aesthetic the way that they used um purples and fuchsias and the filters they use now um just disclaimer i am not a filmmaker so i don't know the correct terms but um i guess bear with me <laughs> i hope you guys understand what i mean i'll try to describe it as best as i can but they used a lot of very bold tones very bold tones um she used like bright red lipstick bright pink lipstick um and she had really really beautiful beautiful outfits beautiful clothes and uh <laughs> it was because it was fantasy it just oh my gosh it just everything meshed really really well the real world and the you know the fantasy world or the ghost world it just meshed so 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 well and i just love the i don't even know how to i think because I, the aesthetics of the i guess the concept i loved a lot at least the concept of hotel of the hotel because very like kind of like very what is the word i don't know how to it's very like vintage and like old not old but yeah very vintage almost whimsically very like if you went to universal universal studios <laughs> this hotel would probably be an attraction there i don't even know is that a good description probably not <laughs> but it's very um very bold patterns uh i don't even i uh, I, I just suck. I, I I need to leave. I need to learn more vocabulary. Okay, uh, yeah, but very vintagey. Very like you have your your teals, your gold. Like she's wearing really bold colors. It's rare for her to be wearing any pastel. There's not much pastels going on in general, um, which I really enjoyed. And the lighting was always like like the lighting would be like these warm yellows and like um obviously it, they had fireflies fireflies were involved um and, but anyways yeah and like the florals they would use very purpley very blue like purple blue and like the theme of it was moon because her name means full moon i think it's called i think it's full moon so that was like a theme where you would see like a big old bright silver crisp moon in the background and ah so good and there's scenes where um they you the, the story takes you back in time of how she ended up being an innkeeper in this hotel which by the way if you guys don't understand hotel de luna is a hotel that houses um their guests is our ghosts and these ghosts are they just died or they died for a minute and they stay at this hotel and to pretty much the hotel pretty much uh, houses them until they're ready to move on to the next 
side to the other side which is heaven or hell mostly yeah yeah so um so that's that's pretty much what the hotel is for so uh, the thing is because a lot of they try to at least the grim reapers and the deity that's there that 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 stuck <laughs> that <laughs> that trapped um manuel into being an innkeeper or being the ceo of the ho- of the hotel her name is mago her and grim grim reaper or the angel of death or whatever you want to call him they pretty much don't want wandering souls around they don't want wandering ghosts they want to once they're dead want to just move on and then be taken to the through this bridge so in order to get to the other side of to the other side quote unquote or to heaven they have to cross this bridge once the souls cross this bridge there's a point probably midway point where they start forgetting their memories uh of their life and once they they fully cross all the cross that bridge they have completely lost their memories and then they go to heaven and are either reincarnated um yeah i think that's it i think they just get reincarnated to their next life yeah so mago and angel of death mago who's played by so yusuk and uh death angel grim reaper is played by kong hon suk um those two pretty much they just want to clean up <laughs> they want to clean it up they want to make sure there's no ghosts running around because once a person dies depending on how they died they wander around um some of them are restless because something happened they're seeking for revenge and if a ghost ends their like their life there if they the way they die is like um i don't know a tragedy where they want to take revenge if they're not careful they can end up being an evil spirit and if they're an evil spirit then um either death angel or another version of mago which mago has like 12 different versions of herself alters alters of herself i don't know what to call it but those um oh i think i can find Nah, I can't. Maybe no, no. But there's one that will, pretty much will destroy you, and you disappear as an evil spirit. But they want to prevent that. They want to make sure that all everyone resolves their issues, resolves their time on Earth, so they can peacefully move on to the next life. So, Hotel De Luna comes into play to house them, and also help them. There's like they have amenities like the beach instead of a pool (laughs) instead of a pool um they have a beach obviously it's all fantasy it's all magic so yes there's a beach they have like a bar area um they have like different different amenities very very fantastical very whimsical absolutely love it and they yeah they help ghosts uh sometimes if the ghost pays um man um Zhang Man Wo, her or the staff will help the ghost um, fix something or, you know, get their last wish or like if they want to talk to someone or appear in someone's dream or something or like get revenge but not revenge to the point where it leads to death or anything like that. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that. That's the hotel the luna or yeah this that's that's the concept of the hotel and it's 
it's so much fun i i love it because it's again it's episodic it's case by case enter in yejungu's character ku jung sun he gets wrapped up in being the manager because in this story you have iu who um which wait i think i feel like i skipped around but yeah so there's scenes where it goes back to her time where she first got trapped into or cursed i guess into being the innkeeper and how it happens is that she gets her soul gets stuck or bound to this like really big fancy beautiful tree and she becomes the innkeeper of the the hotel de luna for like 1300 years (laughs) about 1300 years okay and every time that we see her past life oh man even then like even if it's more natural because obviously there's no city lights obviously it's not like it's more bare it's more bare it's still so so beautiful so freaking beautiful the first scene the way that it opens up is her dragging a, the wagon i think with a sword and she's walking across this like barren land and it's like you see the open blue sky and it's her with her like you know clothes from back then and a classical song playing in the background and it's just so good right away that hooked me personally because i don't know it just seems so artistic and i thought it was interesting how i knew already it was like like a fantasy type of show so it was very interesting how it started that way and i was curious like okay how are we gonna get into like the good stuff how are we gonna get to the the ghost parts and the the crazy antics and all that stuff and yeah it was it was it was good it was good the way it hit me at least the way it started and then it got right into it but come in so we have iu she's the innkeeper slash ceo we have the hotel de luna staff which is Shin Jung Kun, who plays Kim Sun B, he's the bartender, and Bei Hye Sun, who plays Mrs. Choi. I'm gonna call her Mrs. Choi from now on, but it's Choi. So he, she plays, uh, she's the like, um, the housekeeper. P.O. who plays Ji Hyun Jung, so adorable. He's a bellhop, and um, uh, Kang Mina, who plays Kang um, Kim Yuna. She plays as like an intern for the next manager. And then briefly we had Jung Dong Hwan who played No Jun Suk, who was the manager. And the manager in this hotel always has to be a uh, human. And uh, so every time like the manager has to die or has to leave or whatever, a new one takes its place. So the next one after him was supposed to be Koo Jung Sun, which is Ye Jung Gu's um, character in um kim uh, kung minna's character yuna was gonna intern ku jung sun to take his place yeah it's a lot going on <laughs> but yeah entering ku jung sun again i'm not giving too much detail on how he he enters in because well it's a long story but pretty much his dad sells him to iu uh well jung man will um in order for John Wano to save the dad uh, from dying because he almost died but then he ventured off into the hotel and she's like you stole something from me and he's like no I didn't but yes he did and then she's like okay fine give me your son and I'll save you and yep he said already then 20 years um, your son your son will become my manager 
and sure enough that happened <laughs> so it was fun it was fun seeing her uh trying to recruit him and reminding him like hey the 20 years passed 21 years have passed um yeah it's time for work for me buddy just like your dad your dad made this this deal with me it was really cool to see that was fun it was so much fun to see and then right like i love the interaction with ku jung sun and jang man wall that like is it a cat and mouse type of situation i it's just very like she's like okay let's go we are working with me uh that's that and she's and he's like oh hell no <laughs> you are crazy you are weird i'm gonna go to my regular work okay and he's he's from harvard he has he they have this whole mba bit it's just it's so so hilarious uh <laughs> from harvard and he's uh yeah he's he's just like trying to live not i don't, I don't want to say simple life because he works at a really really prestigious hotel but he's trying to live his like regular adult life but here comes this girl who's like trying to have him do like crazy <laughs> crazy antics crazy uh yeah <laughs> pretty much have have him see ghosts and yeah so he gives she gives him the gift of seeing ghosts and from there on he really can't live life because he sees ghosts everywhere and from there like i think well, not I think, but um, he, you know, as he tries to live his normal life, he realizes he cannot live his normal life because he sees the ghost like right there in front of his face. And uh, they're very present. So once they once the ghost recognize that you can see them, they're right there in your face. And um, yeah, so he realizes that he can't really work. He can't really do anything. So he goes to her. And he's like, OK, fine, I'll I'll see and what really at first he was very obviously reluctant to do it because he's like this is weird i'm just trying to live a normal life but i think i keep saying i think i know because i watched it um but uh he gets curious about her that's how he ends up being roped in he gets curious about this this person that looks very young but is 1300 years old how she he became curious of why she's bound to the tree why she's bound to this hotel and he starts because they have this like because he's uh because the dad struck the deal for him to be a manager um and also it turns out that mago wanted like she mago pretty much was like this is the one i want for her to to for for him to be the manager we find out later why <laughs> um yeah it's really good but yeah um anyways so he comes he comes along and so he starts having dreams of her and what he's having the dreams that he's having is her past life and he starts seeing like whoa she's so different back then she's actually smiling <laughs> and little by little like he every time he has a dream something unravels from her past and why she is the way she is and why she's stuck at hotel de luna and you get roped in with him i think at least for me that's how i felt like oh i want to know more of this person because she just comes in like out of nowhere she's like hi yes i'm here <laughs> and you're like okay well i guess that's her uh she's 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 okay i guess we're going on this journey and it's really cool because little by little you really get to know her 
and what happened with her and it's it's pretty it's pretty tragic it it's pretty tragic what happens to her it's really sad but that's what makes it a the story is good this this the unraveling of it was really 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 well done i think yeah so he gets curious and he realizes that she was bound to that tree and that what happened with her and why and why she's cursed and why she's bound to the tree and what happened to her and all this stuff and he realizes that she's pretty much paying a price for what she did in the past and so once he realizes that he it just grows in him to help her not become an evil spirit if that makes sense and help her eventually one day when it's time cross the other the other side and from the beginning they knew that she that he was supposed to be the one because the hotel staff helps the ghosts cross the cross the bridge cross the other side and um, that's part of his job as a manager right from the beginning it was very apparent very obvious that for her because every time they would talk about oh like you have to stay here until your last like you're the last person you you walk out you you see cross the other bridge and your last guest that you have to help cross the bridge and every time they say that you it was obvious it was her it was definitely obvious it was her the first time i watched it wasn't so much just because i was very hopeful <laughs> but watching it again i was like oh yeah it's they said it from the start i'm like oh, dang it <laughs> they said it from the start um and that's what makes this love story so tragic <laughs> that's what makes this story so freaking tragic but it's good it's so freaking good but anyways um so pretty much you go into this journey okay so watching it for the second time everything that i explained i felt the same i didn't feel bored i didn't feel like i already watched this right once it starts i'm hooked i'm hooked i'm like i'm excited but this is probably because it's what i like and it's my personal preference because i feel like you have your there's shows that are good to you because it's what you like and there's shows that are good to you because it's a good show and i feel like it is a good show but also it's just it has so many elements that i love and a lot of i guess a lot of elements that it has are my preferences that's why i didn't get um yeah i didn't get bored watching it the third time but so pretty much you go on this journey with ko jung sun uncovering the mysteries uncovering obviously her her mystery and going um case by case helping out these different ghosts and honestly i feel like the first um the first time and the first couple of times i did appreciate the stories but i mostly was focusing on the love story and this third time that i <laughs> i rewatched it i really appreciate like the intentional uh healing aspect of it of the ghost because there's this one ghost that had died had sorry passed away with his son because his son had accidentally um threw a ball in the street and then the boy ran to the street and then the obviously the father ran after it and then there was this truck that um collided with them and ended their life and so when it was time for them to move on to the next to the other side 
the um the dad asked manuel like can i use your phone she has the quote-unquote magical phone it's her magic but they use like the phone as a prop um to talk to this guy in the dream and so she they were like no absolutely not like what are you gonna do like you're gonna like tell him off or you're gonna seek revenge and he's like no like you don't understand this man he cannot move on he is so guilt-driven he cannot move on and i have to tell him that he's forgiven and so yeah like she goes into his dream talks to the man and he's so obviously like that's something i can't even imagine going through something like that you know something that's an accident and something that you didn't want to cause but it happened you know and so he told he tells the man the young man like it's okay it was he actually asked for forgiveness like the man was asking for forgiveness he was like i'm so sorry i did this to you and your boy and he's like no forgive us forgive me for not being a good dad because i should have done better i should have watched him better i shouldn't have you know this and that that. i need you to forgive no no, sorry no he said please forgive me and i need you to live your life forgive yourself live your life like this was not your fault and i think oh that was such a good take honestly it was such a good take because typically it's like and it's okay it's nothing wrong with some like people like seeing um viewing it as like wow like they took these people life that person regardless if it was an accident or not like that person took their life but in this case it was like you don't get to see the perspective of the person that dies you know the person that 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 life has ended you know the person the actual victim and so this was a good take because it was like he was like hey like you're forgiven please forgive us please live your life and i thought it was really good take i thought and honestly guys it's a lot of good takes there's a lot of good intentional stories within this drama so another reason why you should watch it another reason why you should watch it okay okay so one thing that i wanted Okay, so one thing that I want that I noticed this third time, and I I noticed it, but I didn't notice it, was in episode three. So when episode three and the last episode, episode sixteen, there's like a parallel thing going on with uh, Good Johnson. Okay, and this is how you know, like, oh, he is definitely falling for her. So he and um starts getting dreams of her muggle starts having him have dreams of her from her past life and he's like because of it he's becoming curious of her so there's this scene in episode three that he says you are devouring my nights and dreams (laughs) yikes that is hot (laughs) that is very romantic in the end spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert in episode 16 um he says it again but he says this he says my dear moon disappeared after swallowing up all my nights and dreams goodbye i don't know if that's not romantic i don't freaking know what else is i don't know what else is i don't know what else is i think the translation was different but it was the same thing devouring swallowing but I love how he said this time, my dear moon, because that's what her ma- um, name means. 
oh my gosh i freaking cried <laughs> i cried and this time around the third time i noticed it even more because obviously you notice little things more because you've already know how the story goes oh my gosh once i noticed i was like that is freaking romantic i cannot if i could take anything out of this entire story it's just that scene right there that poet that poem right there was very was very beautiful because spoiler alert <laughs> um like i said before she had to leave obviously she had to leave okay in their last moments together he's pretty much saying like i can never forget you i am like saying goodbye to you but i can never forget you you already consumed every part of me it's just <laughs> anyways yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so going into the ending, okay. I'm about to, I'm, um, I'm just yeah, gonna go into the ending. So, like I said, this show is very case by case, episodic, and they they make it known from the beginning that she's the last guest that he's supposed to the last guest of the hotel de luna and the last guest of like to cross the the other bridge and it's the way they do it is like it again you feel like him because you know from the start but then he starts falling in love with her and you're like and they start having these moments and they're happy together and all these things and so you kind of forget and towards the end you're like wait hold on like things are wrapping up things are wrapping up and this means and then you just kind of remember you know the character the deity that mongo is like mentioning and all these other people are mentioning like yeah this this hotel is about is coming to an end because um manuel is is like pretty much coming she's um she's getting her closure i guess and so once you realize that you're like oh my gosh no way no freaking way and so i think it's just such a good story because 1300 years she stayed she stayed as the innkeeper and i thought it was very beautiful how the reason why he was chosen to be the manager he was a chose he was the one to be the one to walk her to help her cross to the other side was because 1300 years she 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 was never vulnerable she kept to herself she closed herself off she kind of accepted her fate as being what she is and never forgiving because she pretty much had a grudge she had a really really bad grudge and ever since he ever since Sun came into the picture little by little so it just shows the representation that it shows in in the show is the tree that she's bound to the tree once he comes in the tree starts blooming once the tree starts blooming this tree starts the the flower starts wilting so what that means is that it's time for her to like leave pretty much and so the entire time for 1300 years she's been just kind of like at a constant of herself um at least with herself like she's obviously she cares about the people her staff and everything she just never showed it because again she doesn't like being vulnerable but here comes Ko Jung Sun 
becomes curious of her and realizes like I want to help her. I don't want her to become an evil spirit. That's a possibility because of the grudge that she has. It's a possibility she can become an evil spirit. And so, um, <laughs> so he helps her and he helps her. Like, this is a fantasy, okay? This is a fantasy where he's trying to solve this. He's trying to help her. But if it were to be like modern day, regular time, he's pretty much help her heal. He's helping her heal. Helping her come to terms with things, helping her find forgiveness, helping her find closure, and helping her move on. And that's what happens. She finds closure. So, in her past life, she has three important people. That There's one woman that she has deep, deep grudge against. Um, and this other male, who's the second male lead, who is the beautiful, <laughs> beautiful Lee Do Hyun. So the girl is played by Park Yoo Na. Uh, she plays Lee Mira. She was a, a princess who had her entire people, Manuel's people, killed. And Lee Do Hyun's character, who's second lead, he plays Ko Chung Myun. Um, was a love interest he actually really liked Manuel but for various reasons uh ended up helping Limira kill off her people then it's Lee Tae-sun who plays Yun Woo who plays Ayu's like most favorite person in the world best friend like brother um and he she ends up seeing him get killed in front of her face so the story itself again you guys need to watch it I just gave a lot of spoilers right now, but yeah, it's 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 so tragic. It's really tragic. It's sad. So here's the thing. Um, oh, by the way, Go Chung Soon's Go Chung Sung's best friend is Sanchez, played by Cho Hyun Cho, and yeah, his story is his story is pretty sad too. But again, you guys need to watch it. So in this lifetime. All three of them are well. All two of them get reincarnated: Lee Mira and her bestie Yun Woo. Lee Do Hyun felt so bad for what he did, okay, that he ended up cursing himself or allowing him to be cursed and uh, and bound as a firefly who was always near her, okay. Yeah. So for 1,300 years, he was a freaking firefly. Or he reincarnated as a firefly? I think he did. He, he Yeah, he either reincarnated as a firefly or he became a firefly. Staying by her side the entire time. Would not be able to move on. He could not move on because of how bad he felt. She could not... Ayu um, Manuel could not move on because of freaking Lee Do Hyun. Okay? <sighs> then Lee Minak comes into the picture. Comes in as... He, she's reincarnated obviously she has no recollection or memory she's not the same person she's just reincarnated um and she plays like she plays a doctor and she ends up dating the reincarnation of none other than yun woo her bestie and they don't know again they don't know each other but those two me they fall in love and yeah there's like closure there i guess so she finds closure with those two it's it's a good and Go Jung-sun helps her. Go Jung-sun helps her. Um, yeah, Go Jung-sun helps her. And then she gets closure with beautiful Lee Do-hyun's character, Ko Chung-myun. And she helps him cross the bridge. And 
even when she crosses the bridge with him, okay, she was gone for some months, okay. <laughs> and the entire time, Go Jung Sun was waiting for her. <laughs> even though everybody was like, she's never coming back. She probably crossed the bridge with, with him. But she comes back. She comes back and he closure and so with his help she opens up allows herself to be vulnerable allows herself to fall in love again when she didn't think she was gonna fall in love and because of those things because of all those things is why the hotel starts to close down and pretty much come to an end and her time there comes to an end and it's sad because i didn't want to accept that because it's like i want them to be together obviously but in reality it was a good thing because she finally grew you know so i just think it's just as a grown-up <laughs> as a fangirl i'm like no <laughs> but as a grown-up i guess or you know it's just wow that is beautiful <sighs> that is very beautiful but yeah lee do hyun you guys really quick this is the first time i saw lee do hyun here and I was like annoyed because obviously he hurt her, but like low key, I was like, whoa, who is this guy? And he was so good. I feel like everyone was casted really well. They did a really good job. Everyone did a good job. I love the dynamics. I really liked, um, again, watching it for the third time because when you rewatch things, you see more flaws, but watching it for the third time, I really, really loved, um, the dynamics i saw it more i like the chemistry between everyone obviously chemistry between iu and yojungu of course and the chemistry between everyone as friendship and and like or rivals or whatever it is all the type of chemistry really really well done but little hyo my gosh this is the first time i saw him here and yeah he was very cute and he was a good actor too he is a good actor anyways moving on <laughs> But yeah, guys, that's what I just concluded with. <laughs> but yeah, in the end, when the in the end, um, jeez, in the end, I just love how when it's just them two, there's like she decides because typically when people the ghosts cross the bridge, they use the service from the Death Angel, which is like a it's not a limousine it's just like a car service where the car drives them it's a really nice car it's like yeah it's a car service <laughs> so she decides to just walk which is very brave of her because it's her own will walking away from her love you know but in the end i love how she was vulnerable and honest you know that very moment where there was just them two and it was just quiet and they just didn't know what to say i just thought it was brave i was, thought it was brave of her and vulnerable of her just to say like you know i thought of so many things of what i could tell her what 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 i could tell you what the last those things what the last words i could tell you i thought of so many cool things i thought of i thought of telling you like you know just live a good life be happy whatever but honestly i don't want to leave you you know and i just thought it was like she the whole time she was very obviously cold or like didn't want to be vulnerable or admit to how she felt but at that moment she was like i don't want to leave you i want to be here with you even though i have to like i just i don't want to leave you i don't want to leave you behind i want to be with you and so i just that was a very good character develop moment 
it was very brave of her to just walk away on her own will i thought but yeah and then when as he was walking that's what she's when he says my dear moon disappeared after swallowing up all my nights and dreams goodbye yeah so good that all that i cried the first time i cried my eyes out i was watching it in the living room unfortunately and so like my family was looking at me like i was crazy but i was still crying i didn't care and then and then the ending comes and this is where i'm gonna go on a rant okay (laughs) so the very first time that i watched this ending i was very very (laughs) okay i always say i was very emotional and i was also very upset because the type of ending that they chose to go with was the leave it up to the audience leave it up to the audience's interpretation type of ending and honestly i'm not gonna lie it's not one of my favorites because i like closure i guess and i like a concrete answer slash ending and i just want to know what is what like okay sometimes i do like it but it just depends if it's done well it's done well but i think in this case i was very upset because i was like i don't know if he's dreaming i don't know if it's his imagination or if this is real life that he's describing or what it is i was very annoyed at that that it wasn't very clear to me and because i had fallen in love with a couple i had fallen in love with the characters and i (laughs) i just really wanted the best i just wanted a happy ending i guess but if not a happy ending at least like concrete i guess or like make it make it make it known what actually happened because of how much i invested in this freaking couple okay okay (laughs) so the first time i saw it i was very upset i was again i was watching it in the living room on my phone because i was desperate to finish it up and and i was very emotional i was crying like literally my eyes were (laughs) like waters tears everything my family thought I was crazy, but I didn't care. And I was very, very, <laughs> I was very, very upset. Um, yeah. And I think most of the reason why is because I feel like I had invested so much in the couple. I had invested on her. And um, I just don't like it when an ending, whether it's a movie, K-drama, doesn't matter if it's a, whatever, an American show, any type of story where it looks like there's a possibility of like i don't know not not the possibility of a spinoff but like the possibility of the characters coming back in some way or again like i guess open ending i i don't like it unless it's intentional unless it if they're trying to just kind of like like just be try to be very um they try to be very trendy about it or they try to be like ooh, like if it's not intentional i don't think it's i think it just ruins everything to be completely honest but watching it for this time and really getting to hear what the honk sisters wanted to portray in this ending i kind of accepted it um kind of <laughs> but yes like i said the first time i was like oh i was very upset and i was like oh this is the kind of ending you're gonna go with really i was really really upset 
second time around, I was still upset. <laughs> the third time I watched it, I just finished it. And now I'm recording this. Um, the third time around, okay, I finally came to a conclusion of, okay, I get it. Because the reason why, okay, let me just explain, really. Okay. So it ends off her walking away, walking into the um, into the bridge, and you hear Muggle narrating, and she says, um, "I wrote it down. Uh, I kind of got bits and pieces, but it says she said, I hope that the, that is the answer you to wait. Hold on. So she goes off on like kind of like talking about analogy about uh, she said like the flower that is eager to." sprout again or be reborn again as it dies i hope that it that is the answer as uh the answer you to you to an arrogant foolish and self-pitying yet beautiful ha beautiful couple have chosen beautiful love or beautiful something yeah beautiful couple have chosen something like that okay as she's saying that <laughs> manuel is walking on the bridge and she gets to a middle point she gets to a certain point okay she pauses she turns looks around smiles and keeps walking cheerfully or she keeps walking all like giddy and she keeps walking my problem <laughs> my problem with that is i was annoyed because i was like okay why did she smile okay there's so many ways that you could go with one She's smiling because um, she, like, forgot and she's just kind of like, oh, okay. Okay, number two. And this is where I was upset because I was like, you're leaving it up to my imagination, okay? And I was kind of annoyed at that because I didn't... Leaving it up to the audience's imagination is like, we don't still... We still have uncertainty. But after reading an article with um with them an interview with them regarding the ending they said yes we wanted to leave it up to the interpretation because it was obvious what we were getting at they didn't touch on that bridge scene but i think since she said since both of them said um we are the ending we wanted to leave it up to the interpretation of the audience this is what i'm gonna stick with okay this is what i'm sticking with no matter what so i <laughs> I'm sticking with, or I'm coming to an acceptance that what she, what happened there in that moment when she paused, she turned and she smiled, was that as she was walking, she realized that she still has her memories and she never forgot him. And once she realized that she had her memories, she was, she, in, um, obviously she was happy that she still could remember him. And so that way she moved forward move forward so she could cross the bridge so the quicker she crosses the bridge the quicker she goes through reincarnation and meet him once again and i'm gonna stick with that because um <laughs> because otherwise i would be very upset because i'm like why would you have that scene where she like turns and smiles like why was she thinking did she you just were you just the, eh, please tell me it's an intentional scene please so i'm gonna go with it was an intentional scene and that she didn't forget him that she didn't lose her memories so that's why she was okay to keep walking to the next life now the way if you spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the show the way this ends 
is he's talking he's narrating it's like an inner monologue where he talks about how um what the future is gonna look like or what he uh, isn't it inner monologue well it's pretty much what it could look <laughs> he has like a, a, a short monologue and then it cuts to a scene where it's like a park type of place and you see like the staff reincarnated you know the bellhop boy he's um he's playing basketball as a high school student as a real high school student and then mrs Choi is walking her dog and then uh, mr kim is um bartender kim is having a run and they're like all you know reincarnated and then you see him sitting on a little bench and he's reading existence and time or something like that and i don't know if that was intentional either some people i've read some articles that they have speculation that it was intentional but i'm not going to touch on that because that's gonna probably take another hour <laughs> but yeah so he's reading that and then here comes jung manuel and she sits right next to him and then he says um you came early and then he she said i wanted to come as soon as you know i didn't want to keep you waiting something like that and then they like she you know she puts her head on her on his shoulder and it's just they have that cute moment and it ends like that so i was very annoyed because the way that they set up that scene it almost seemed like the afterlife but at the same time it almost it was like a park you know so it looked like okay so is it recent is it is he just is it just his imagination i think i was annoyed because i couldn't tell if it was his imagination if it was the afterlife or if it was like i don't know like if he if we were seeing into the future that's why i was really annoyed because i didn't know which one it was and if it's gonna be left up to the interpretation i would like to know where we left off and how like okay if it's his imagination like i wanted to know for sure okay it's his imagination this is what he thought or if it's the afterlife like make it clear that this is the afterlife but they were very vague about it the scene between ayu and you know <laughs> well not ayu but mongol and gochenzung uh ugh. yeah it was like it almost seemed like oh yeah like it was so recent but at the same time it almost seemed like oh like you guys would be waiting each other but in the afterlife or how so anyways <laughs> this third time coming around i read the articles to see what their intentions were and they said yeah it's his imagination and it was left up to the interpretation of the audience to see to imagine um that one day that they're eager to meet again and it's not they didn't say like oh that one day they will meet again it's that they were that they are eager that they are eager to meet again so was i annoyed at that answer 100 <laughs> but i came into an acceptance because at the end of the day the entire show really had nothing to do with that even though it was like a big part of it the love story um it, because you get invested with these two characters but it was really more that she was finally able to be unbound from the tree and hotel de luna and move on across uh, across the other bridge which is unfortunate because then he's left behind because he falls in love with her but either way honestly even though as much as i wanted them to be together there was just no way that they could have ended up together because she would have stayed she would have to be bound to that tree still she would not age and he would age and he would eventually die so either way they would have to be separated eventually 
So either way, I lose. <laughs> it's fine. But um, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, okay. But reading what they had to say and rewatching it for the for this time, um, I kind of just came into acceptance with it. I I was like, okay, well, this is the point of the story. Um, for her to finally come with, you know, finally forgive and move on and find closure and and be able to move to the next to the other side and uh, be unbound by, you know, her guilt and her sins and her, you know, all that stuff. And she was able to fall in love again. And, and all that stuff is beautiful. And the way it ended is so sad because yeah i did i come with an acceptance of yeah so he was talking about his he was talking about seeing each other again and that scene at the end was his imagination of what he thinks he would like to see or what he is waiting for for them to finally see each other again with the hopes that the audience you know hopes the same thing that one day they will see each other again and that's how it ends (laughs) (laughs) overall guys like i absolutely love this show this drama is definitely i think my dramas that i'm able to rewatch over and over again i call healing slash comfort dramas um but this one i think it's very fun but at the same time it hits really intentional uh themes and cases obviously we're dealing with death and ghosts and stuff like that but um it's like they do it such a well a good they do it so well where it's like you have some really whimsical comical moments but at the same time you have some really dark and serious tones and really good themes that they touch on i think they do it really well i think they do it well they don't do it cheesy and they don't do it where it's awkward where there's comical moments in like you know in the sad times and stuff like that i think they do really really good transitions really 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 like um overall it's a really good story it's a good conclusion and the fact that you get to see his imagination what he's eager or what they're eager for you know for the future actually it's very poetic it's actually really beautiful but sad and tragic at the same time and i think that was their point even though i (laughs) was being you know a little (laughs) little baby and annoyed but you know honestly all in all like really i think that's actually the good way to go i i really like that no matter how much my fangirl in me was annoyed (laughs) but yeah it's actually like watching it this time again it's like i really was able to appreciate that route that they chose and it was more a realistic route but um i think it was like this is the best way you know (laughs) oh my gosh i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying but yeah guys that's hotel de luna i absolutely love this show the three things that that the first time that i watched there were three things that i loved this show about ayu yeojingu and the aesthetics of it watching it for the third time it's still ayu yeojingu and the aesthetics like i love everything about it but i think the three things that really stuck out to me were ayu and yojengu it's like an unlikely pairing you wouldn't really think of them being paired but it actually really worked really well because yojengu did such a good job as that character 
that he that he's portraying and iu obviously she did freaking amazing as her character i love her character i think jong manuel is one of my favorite characters besides um uh um moon gong tae from it's okay to not be okay besides him she's like my favorite favorite character i love her character for many different reasons um I will definitely talk about my favorite characters in the near future and why they're my favorite characters. But she's one of them. She, uh, she's just yeah. I'll save it for later. But yeah, I love her and I love the way IU portrayed her, and her dynamic with the staff was really uh, well done. And then her dynamic with uh, male lead Yeojingu, um, <clears throat> I thought it was really fresh at the time that I watched it. I thought it was really fresh. I thought it was new for me at the time because I, I think the in the time I was watching, I was catching up with 2017 dramas. Uh, was catching up with really good 2017 dramas, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, I, it was a refreshing, refreshing dynamic in in couple. So that was really fun to see, and obviously the aesthetics of it, the aesthetics just, it's like not like the story was very fulfilling but the aesthetics just it's kind of like makeup you know we we we're beautiful but sometimes makeup just enhances our beauty we're already beautiful everyone's beautiful <laughs> but sometimes you just you know we need a little we get a little enhance enhancements <laughs> and i feel like this story was already it was really i really liked it i thought it was a really good concept and the aesthetics and the colors they used and the lighting they used the warm the warm yellow tones for lighting and the purples and the fuchsias and the fireflies ugh, just perfectly for, for at least my take at least in my opinion uh just really 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 brought out the the concept of itself of the ghost hotel so but yeah guys that's all i have for today's episode i really hope you guys enjoyed it let me know what you guys think of hotel de luna if you have seen it if you haven't seen it let me know if you're down to watch it and if you do watch it what are your thoughts if you like it if you don't like it um yeah go right ahead instagram kdrama cafe underscore podcast and i hope you guys stick around for what's to come my next rewatch it's on it's okay to not be okay and then eventually i'll be doing my favorite 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 but yeah just stick around for episodes on pretty much again rewatches and the new shows that are coming out i cannot wait for second half first half of this year it, i just i went through a slump and so i wasn't really into anything or maybe it was just because of what i was dealing with but um but for second half i'm so excited and i'll be talking about second half dramas and what i'm looking forward to soon so stick around guys i hope you enjoyed today's episode i appreciate everyone and your patience thank you for fangirling with me and hearing my thoughts and takes so if you guys are at work i hope you have a wonderful day at work if you guys are at school well probably it's summer but you guys are going back to school you guys got this if you guys are driving please drive safe um but either way guys wherever you guys are at you guys got this okay we all got this <laughs> and thank you so much for joining me here at the k drama cafe podcast